Welcome to the Runners Jam podcast, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. I'm Condi Canudo. And I'm Sandy Canudo. And we're runners who love chatting all things running and triathlon. The Runners Jam is a place where we can share stories, encourage each other, and most of all, continue to build great friendships. So if running's your thing, then the Runners Jam is for you. Hey, well, we're back again with another Action Pack Runners Jam podcast, aren't we, Sandy? It's great to be back. How are you, babe? I'm good. You good? I'm good. How's your running? Don't ask that. <laughs> Why not? Don't want to talk. Okay. But you are back running, aren't I you? I am back running. Which yeah. is really exciting. So, guys, if this is your first time or your second time or your third time, it's great to have you join us uh, with the Runners Jam podcast. And we just want to welcome you here with us on this episode. And we do know that a lot of people, when they listen to us, and it actually listen to us while they're running. They're out doing their long run. Amazing. Yeah. So we must be inspiring them to run. I think it's just good to hear people's stories, isn't it? You think it? so? Yeah, I it is. So. It is. It's very encouraging when we hear that, how our, Hear people's stories, isn't it? Always, always. So, and today won't be any different. I, t- I am looking forward to today's episode. We've been wanting to do this for a long time, we haven't have been, we? Yeah, COVID got in the way. Yes, with, it did. Um, Mark, uh, Steve, going down with COVID, didn't you? It was pretty annoying. I was stupid, more <laughs> stupid than usual for like a month or so. Okay. So yeah, yes, we understand. Isolation hit the mm. family. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well. well yeah, babe, why don't you introduce who we've got today on this yep. episode? So today we have got Stephen, who's with us. Hello. Uh, <laughs> good to have you here, Steve. We just had a little preamble of COVID isolation. Yep. And we've also got Mark here with us. Hi, thanks for having us. Good Great. to have you guys. Great to have you guys. So yep. I've known Mark and Steve, I first met you probably, how long's Parkrun been going down in uh, Underwood now? 2016 we started. So five yeah. years. Yeah, I, yeah. I was looking up, years, yeah. yeah, I was looking up the other day and I think I came along to the fifth or the sixth event down at Underwood Park. Okay, so a bit slack, but we a can bit figure slack. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I missed the yeah. inaugural, but yeah. um, pretty much been there most weeks yeah. ever since. Yeah, so. babe. yeah, I was probably about two years after that. No, yeah. yeah, yeah yes. I think so. No, maybe know. a year and a half okay. after that you yeah. came along. Yeah, but um, I remember actually my son-in-law took me down there and because I had been going into South Bank a little bit and to have one close to home was just brilliant. And um, I loved the community down there and so it wasn't long before I thought if I put my name down to volunteer, I'm actually going to get to meet people. Mm. And I think, Mark, you were the RD on the day that I volunteered and it was that was the beginning of building in with the community down there. Excellent. It's been fabulous. And I remember it. Just like it was yesterday. No, not at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> sure you can't. No. Yeah, sure but you can't. No, it was great um, having mm. both of you come along and, and we were very quick to to welcome you to the run directing team because we noticed that you did love the community and and that's um, that's what it's all about and that's why we love Park Run. Yeah, yeah. it's a special thing. And we found that generally the people who, who who do volunteer, you get to know them more than the others pretty quickly and so you become friends yeah. more easily. And yeah. It's... It, that's why I love the volunteering yeah. side of it. It's yeah. so important, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Mm. Everybody yeah. should aim for 10% ratio as that's a minimum. Right. That's um, Sounds good to me. That's what we hope yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But today we want to talk about, so you guys have been friends for years and running is a really important part of your friendship. And I know that there's going to be great stories in amongst here, um, way more than I know from the five years of knowing both of you. So I thought we'd kick it off with, what was running or what did sports or anything look like before you guys met? So let's throw to Mark. Yep. Um, well, I, I guess I grew up in a pretty sporty family. Um, my dad was right into rugby league. 
Um, so we sort of, I played a bit of rugby league as a, a junior kid and, and then um, I didn't really super get into that, but I, I loved the team aspect of sports. So mm. I was always, um, had a ball in my hand basically, throwing a ball up against a wall or seeing how close I can throw <laughs> it to the roof without hitting it or through the fan or something. Um, so I pretty much played every team sport I could um, throughout school. And um, so through that, um, I, I guess I built up a bit of a, uh, a love for running. Um, but like I, I never actually went running to, for the, the fun of it or anything. It was, it was more just the team sport aspect. So I guess I played cricket, touch, um, soccer, tennis, and pretty much every other sport going around. So I was sort of good at most sports, but never great at any and just, just loved being out there with friends and, and running out, running around so much so that I, I, um, finished school and then decided to become a PE teacher. Um, so that's what most sports persons or athletes in school do. If they're not good enough to be a sports person, they become a PE teacher. So um, I took that on and, and um, continued my sporting career that way. Are but you I'm, still a PE teacher? Um, my other subject was maths. So um, in 2012, so I'd done about 10 years of PE teaching and, and maths at the same time as well. Um, my principal at the time basically gave me a tap on the shoulder and said, you're not a PE teacher anymore, you're now a maths teacher. Okay. Um, just because of a shortage of, of yeah. maths teachers and too many PE teachers. Um, so that was it. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed in the beginning, but um, no, I'm loving being a maths teacher at the moment. Um, it's, it's, not e it's easier in some ways. It's, um, by the end of the day, I'm a lot less exhausted. You're not out in the sun the yeah. whole time and it's so much better for my skin and uh, and health being out of the sun. So, um, yeah, that it's, it's good being a math teacher. I really enjoy it now. It took a few years to, um, I, I sort of missed that rapport that you have with the students yeah. being out playing sport with them. Um, but no, now I've sort of settled into just being a, a math teacher. Okay. Yep. So team sports all the way through high school. And then when you left school, did that continue? Yep, yep. Um, so I probably continued to play cricket until I got married and then realised, okay, this is too much of a commitment, um, working all week and then playing cricket all day on a Saturday. Um, so that didn't sort of go too well. Um and then, so I did play touch football on a Tuesday night. Um, so I just played that socially for a few years through high school and then continued that with a, a social team um, through university and, and a number of years after that. Um, and all the while still playing tennis with friends and um, a lot of social sports, a um, bit of soccer still uh, for a few years. So yeah, I continued mm -hmm. to play team sports um, and still do on and off. I played couple seasons of touch football um you know three to one year ago um yeah so i still like mm. my touch my sorry my team sports yeah um but i haven't done as much of it in the last probably 10 years i'm sure you were fast too mark um you know in touch football i was, football I was never a good sprinter like mm. if if i had open open space i'd get run down pretty quickly mm. But he I was, was pretty fast. Of course he was. <laughs> I know, I'm sure. I was good off the mark. So I was good yeah. over about 10 metres. Yeah. And then anything after that, yeah, people had run me down. Okay. <laughs> All right. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. How about you, Steve? Uh, yeah, I, I was really quite different. I was rubbish at every sport. <laughs> I'm fairly uncoordinated. So never made any teams uh -huh. for anything. Um, 
Oh, actually, that's, that's not true until finally. And actually, the, the start of my running story was my PE teacher in grade eight came up to me and said, hey, I know you didn't make the cross-country team because I wasn't very good. Um, but he said, look, but we actually need um, someone. And I thought you'd actually you'd be a good candidate for our cross-country team. We're going away. It was a race up on the Sunshine Coast in a couple of months' time. Could you join our team? And I was honoured. I'd been asked like, because... I came last chosen. in pretty much everything, specifically chosen, quite the honour. About <laughs> 20 years later, I found out what actually happened. My parents had, had gone up to the parent-teacher <laughs> oh, interview yeah. and they'd asked for an interview with a PE teacher and they'd said, oh, we don't know what to do with Stephen because yes. he's just got so much energy and we, he's, he, <laughs> he can't play any sports. Is there anything you could get him to do? And the PE teacher said, well... He's not terrible at running. I could put him <laughs> in a cross-country team. Um, but I was really excited. I thought, okay, I can do this. And so then every week I'd go up to Underwood Park to the cricket field and just run laps around there while mum and dad would sit there in the car and wait for me. And, um, and that, that was it. And so and probably ever since then I've perceived myself as a runner. So Still never very you're good. You're probably the most dedicated, though, on the team because... Oh, I, yeah, I trained harder than yeah. most of them, but they were, <laughs> they were still all better than me. Like okay. my skill level's never been good at pretty much anything. So, <laughs> yeah. So was this um, divulged over a Christmas dinner or something like that? Oh, after I, it actually came don't, out? I don't even remember where, where, it, where it came up, but just I slowly just, you know, I was still. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. And actually then a similar one happened, Is a, a similar um almost being tricked into it about two years after that i was up in townsville visiting my sister who'd um, um she, she'd gone up to townsville to study and um i was evidently just being a bit annoying and hanging around too much and um, um and she just wanted to get rid of me for a while so she bought me a running magazine because she knew that I, I ran occasionally and i get to the running magazine and i saw in there an advertisement for the gold coast half marathon wow. um and I was, I was 13 at the time and saw that and thought, I could do that. Um, and I mentioned to my, one of my friends and he said, don't be stupid. You've never run more than four kilometres. Oh, yeah, but, but I can learn. And so I just, I just started training and then um, I just found a course around the streets that was 10.9 kilometres. So I ran it most mornings and then most afternoons after dinner. And then in the space of two or three months preparing for the marathon, suddenly I actually went, oh, I can actually do this. And I suddenly got not terrible at running. At 13? So, yeah, yeah. You were dedicated. Yeah. You were really dedicated. And no coaching. Oh, you were just no, making no. it up. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So, like, yeah. like, so I was running 22K lots of days. And wow. Like no one would ever advise that. No. Like, <laughs> at 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty weird. And I was really skinny as well and just – just just a stick, and so my parents were worried I was I'd fall apart. While running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What an achievement! Did you, you know, end up we, running the Gold Coast half then? Um, yeah, I did, you, and you it, did? Was, it was lots and lots of fun. And then I I, I tripped over at one stage um, in in the first one, and I got a nice bit of blood on my knee, and so I got I had some great pictures of just blood pouring all <laughs> down my leg, and everyone was really worried because they see this little twig. I'm running along way younger than everyone else. And go, are you okay? I, said, I feel fine. I feel fantastic. It was, yeah, it was just the best feeling. Can you remember your time? 
I did because I looked it up this morning. Um, actually, <laughs> I, actually, I actually ran um, 134.39. No. Which is pretty bizarre because I can't do anything like that now. Like, my wow. last one was just over 140. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, and maybe it was different back then, that 13-year-olds were allowed to enter no. the half marathon. Oh, no, you, you could then, but you yeah. can't now. So they've yeah. changed it to 15 now for, yeah. the, for, the, um, for the half. For yeah. the half, yeah. the right place at the right time. Hey? Yeah, yeah. So, And I've done it every year since, except for one since then. That's amazing. So, yeah. At that time? At that pace. At, at the, sorry, at that pace? <laughs> no, no. The 139? So the pace has gone up and down <laughs> quite a lot, but, yeah. So, so for me, that then just became the thing I'd do every year. Yeah. Um, and, um, and sometimes I just forget about running. Yeah. And I remember one year I found out it was one week to go and went, I haven't trained for months. But then, well, you learn something after you've done like 21K yeah. enough times. You go, you actually don't need to train. <laughs> like, when you're 13 and 15. <laughs> oh, no, but like even in my 20s, because like, yeah. that was when I was wow. a slugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you've done something, most of it's in your head. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, if I'm prepared to go through a certain amount of pain, then you can run pretty much anything. Um, yeah. This is not training we advise. It is Let's not training. Just put a disclaimer. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but, but I have been told that several yeah, times. Yeah. And you were yeah. probably physically active that whole time too, weren't you? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Younger. I, I was occasionally play volleyball. I did a bit of did touch for a few years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank goodness <laughs> your parents went to the PE teacher and oh, I'm help so pleased. Us out. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've set yeah. you up on a your running love career. Of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah like and seriously, I, it it is be a completely different world if running wasn't wasn't yeah. part of my life. Yeah. And, um, so like I, I went probably from mid February till about mid April this year with I only ran about five or six times and that between. COVID isolation and recovery and, and try, trying to take the recovery from COVID things seriously. And then I got a couple of injuries to my glute and my hammy. So almost didn't run for two months. And it was just weird. And I meant I hardly talked to Mark as well. <laughs> and my running just went down as well. My case <laughs> just yeah, yeah. decreased significantly. Because and your friend wasn't I lost there my to friend. run with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Sorry about I, that. I had to make a new friend. So. <laughs> Hi, Pete. I know you're listening. <laughs> so, Mark, tell us about this running friendship that you and Steve have. I think it's so important and special to both of you. Yeah, well, I guess um, probably starts, I mentioned playing some touch football. Um, so I think it was 1999. I think I'd just, just finished high school, uh, started university, and I got invited by, I think it was Jason, was it? My brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, right, to, yeah. to come along and play a, um, some touch. So Steve um, had a, he was the, what would you call it, manager? Um, yeah, something like Organiser of a touch team at um, Queensland Church's Touch Association out at Tennyson and um, yeah, Jason, my brother-in-law was playing in that and he invited me along to come and play. Um, so I went down and, and played and um, yeah, and I met Steve there and um, then we continued to play together for a couple of seasons and um, turns out that we lived like four doors away from each other. Yeah, that was really weird. Our parents', yeah. our parents <laughs> yeah. houses were just, you know, just a, a street away. But, but by then I'd moved out. Yes, I that's think. correct. Yeah, by yep. the time. So, yeah, you were married by then. So you each other no, at, no, when you still no, lived there. No. Yeah. 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 So there's a little bit of an age gap, yeah. just a couple of years. But, um, yeah, Steve had already been married and, and moved on. Oh, were you married by that time? 
I think 99? by the time we were playing together, I'd got married. Yep. Yeah, but you'd started just before I was. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that was great. Um, having a, a new group of friends. Um, so I hung out with them for a little while and then eventually I started coming along to church, uh, to Steve's church because it was a church-based team. Um, and then, yeah, that was... That was sort of the start of it all. Um, we probably didn't start running together, though, for, until a few years later. I think it was – I got married in 2004. Um, so I think might have been shortly after that, probably, um, I needed to get out and, and talk to somebody about my, my newfound uh, marriage, uh, all in a good way. <laughs> um, everything was going very good, but no um, – yeah, we. I think it was a Thursday run, wasn't it? It was yeah. pretty much every yeah, single Thursday for about yeah. 10 years we would go for a run. It was like locked in. At, um, after I'd get home from work at about 3.30, 4 o'clock or something, we'd go for a half-hour run together. Um, so that's how it all started, so, yeah, that Thursday so run. So do the maths for me. How long is that that you guys have been running together? So 2000 and yeah, early 2005, yeah, yeah 17 yeah, years. Yeah, at least 17 years. Yeah. And... I, I look back on those as my glory days because back then <laughs> I was the runner and Mark wasn't and so I slowed down for him. Oh, that's um, so nice of you. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember our yeah. first run together actually. Yeah. It's um, I don't think we hit the trails. It was no, mostly no. on the streets. Yeah. And um, after about, it was probably 3K I reckon, that um, I said, oh, Steve, I think I'm going to have to walk now. Like Soft. Yeah, very soft. Because <laughs> yeah. so. you weren't a runner. I like, wasn't you, a runner. You were no, run up was, and down a field. Yeah, that's but, right. But, yeah. 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 I was a, a team sports player. Yep. Yeah. I was good for about a minute and then um, I'd stop and have a break and go sub on the, the touchline and then go back and do it all well, over getting again. getting through 3K then, that wasn't soft, Steve. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good effort. <laughs> yeah, it was all right, I suppose. <laughs> so yeah. you were the professional at that point, Steve. Still are, but I still wasn't a good professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was the one who was the runner. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how did um, like did you say come for a run with me one day? Like how did that actually? Because you'd been friends for a while. I actually don't remember. I suspect you suggested it. Um, I honestly can't remember. Yeah. No, but no I, but I do remember though. At almost the same time, the guy that lived next door to me at the time, um, his name was Mark as well, um, and running came up and I actually started going for a weekly run with him on a Monday. So I suddenly went from just only running by myself to running with two different marks um, uh, every week, yeah. which was just really weird. What um, was that like? Like do you prefer running by yourself, prefer running with a friend? Oh, no, I, I, I do prefer uh, running with a, with a mm. friend. Um, but I, I do like to, ha to, to run by myself occasionally as well though. Yeah. Um, so like it's, it, it is a nice balance but I'd probably rather – you know, four out of five to, to be with others. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys were running together every Thursday. Was Thursday, did you say? Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, how yeah. far were you going once Mark could do more than 3K? It was probably for a long time, about half hour, I reckon. Yeah. So maybe five or 6K. Yeah. Um, and then eventually we must have worked up to a couple of eight or 10Ks. Um, there's a 10K circuit in Daisy Hill um, that we do at Runner's Jam. Um, Actually, I reckon we kept small until we started doing big races because then, then we had to start training yeah, for them. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So it was only, only once we went, oh, if we want to do these longer races, we probably should train longer runs for yeah. them. So, well, my yeah. first long run, uh, well, my first event was yeah. um, the Gold Coast Half Marathon in 2013. Um, 
So it might have been 2013 that we... Oh, but no, but we've done some adventure oh, races we've done, before that. That's though. correct, yeah. 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 Um, but still, yeah. We'll, actually, probably, yeah, we would have done some t- 10Ks maybe around 2009, 2010. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, I probably didn't advance to 15K until 2013. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we our first adventure race. When was that, Steve? Yeah, about two thousand and nine. We went did a three person adventure race. Um, Mark's brother in law, Jason, mm-hmm. is a good mate, and the three of us were a team. And it was about a six hour race, kayaking, mountain biking, mm-hmm. um, running, same sort of stuff that Liam Sinclair yep. was talking about the, the other episode. Um, and I'd, I'd done I think one before with another friend, and this was our first together. And it was just the best fun. We did really badly. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it was just so much fun. Um, now, why did you do badly? Was that down to the map reading or...? It was all Jason's fault. He wasn't <laughs> as good as us. No. Actually, we, there was a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a bit, it was a bit of whinging. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, remember, I remember doing that um, and that, that night just coming home and, and having a bath and just aching all oh, over yeah. and just... Yeah, not being used to it. These days, like a six-hour adventure race, I could um, just go home and, you know, go out for a 20K run the next morning um, and it wouldn't bother me at all. But um, to, that was such a big step back then yeah. to do something oh. as crazy as being on my feet for six hours. Yeah. We were destroyed. Yeah, yeah. we totally but were. But happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, best fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we made lots of navigational mistakes and that was okay. Like, yeah. It was still, still awesome fun even though we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So, so that, were they the first events you guys did together? Yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, then it sort of opened up a world of, of these other things to do. Like we, um, um, I don't know if we'd spent too much time trail running, but um, after that race, uh, we learned that there was an orienteering uh, association and we started doing orienteering races um, separately. Like we'd often go there together, um, but then do our own race orienteering. And that's how we, we improved our navigation skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'd, we'd start to see all the other really good adventure races and row gainers at these orienteer, orienteering courses. Um, I, do, I do want to ask, when you were doing them separately, who would win? I normally mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but by then he was faster than me. Okay, <laughs> and so better, he'd sped up by then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't take him too long. <laughs> Yeah. And then we're doing row gains as well. So that's yeah. like um, team-based orienteering but over a longer period. So yeah. it's like an adventure race but it's just the running leg. Mm-hmm. So you, given a big map, you might have 30 different checkpoints and you try and find as many of them as you can in the bush. So you're using the contours on the map, um, a compass and just going out in the bush in all sorts of wild um, terrain. It was just the best fun. And so you, we'd do five, six, eight-hour versions of those and then we had to start training a bit harder because yeah. that's a lot of time just on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh, there, there was one one race in particular. It was our first twelve hour race. Um, that oh, we shit. we <laughs> that was an absolute disaster. We just got destroyed. Um, it was middle of winter. Um, for me personally, it was one of my darkest um, days. The it was raining, it was cold, it was miserable. Oh, it was probably like seven degrees oh, or something. Yuck. It was a 6 a.m. start and it was just completely miserable. I had a rain jacket on and it lasted for about five minutes and mm. I was just soaked through. And the first leg was a kayak leg. So we were on the water. It was just mist uh, everywhere and cloud and dark. And um, 
for, we were on the water for like three hours, I think, of just this slow paddling. And um, I just got the shakes. I was so cold right down to the bones. There's, there's not much to me to begin <laughs> yeah, with. Exactly. And I was just freezing cold and my whole body was just shaking. My teeth were chattering nonstop. Mm. And that was the, the start of the race. And we had 12 hours of that mm. to, to look forward to. A um, couple other things happened. Like once, <laughs> once we finally got on the bike leg, the, all the trails were just mud. So you mm -hmm. couldn't get anywhere. My brake stopped working because I just had an old um, <laughs> fluid bike, I think it was, just a really bottom-of-the-line one. I think I'd fixed the brakes myself the week before. I obviously Clearly didn't not. fix them well <laughs> enough. No. And um, so any time that you did get some hard service to, to ride down, I was actually walking my bike down it and then pushing it up the hill through the mud and it was just a disaster. Do you remember that one, Steve? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> So I think that, that might have been our last time we've done a, a race that went a fair bit into the night. So yeah. we've tried to focus mostly on daytime stuff. Um, yeah. At least, at least when were, the bike's Were you involved. worried about Mark when he was shivering? And um, oh, oh, yeah, like it was concerning yeah. that you, you, could, you could see you him see shaking. So cold. But I also knew we'd be fine, though, as well. Yeah. I, I, knew, I knew we'd get through um, and there wasn't much chance of us doing well in that race. In fact... In that era, there wasn't much chance of doing well in any race. So, yeah. Yeah, but things have changed yeah. since things then. Things have changed for yeah. years, not Yeah. So when, um, we, as you said, we had Liam Saint-Pierre on yeah. the, last, the last podcast. The last That's podcast, right. yeah. yeah. And then amongst that, we talked about the Urban Raid, which you guys are absolute legends at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How many times have you won it now, Steve? Uh, so out of... It's, it's, out of, it's been run nine times and we've won it six times. Congratulations. And then, That's um, amazing. Well, you really did win it last year, I thought, but, you know, <laughs> it's just a few seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, so we finished on equal points exactly. with the other teams, but, but we did finish third, though. Yeah. So, Time-wise. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we did win men's veterans. That's right. Because now we're old. That yeah. yeah. Win yeah. that sort of stuff. Now was, I'm old. You've been old for a long time. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But no, they're, they're just the best fun races. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so for anyone who hasn't listened to the previous podcast, the mm. um, Urban Raid is you get a map with no names on it, no anything on it, and a whole host of checkpoints. You get to look at the map for is about half an hour. You get to study the map. Usually yeah, about an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you've got three hours to try and find your way through and collect as many checkpoints this as you can. This is the urban one. Yeah, yeah. answering yeah. questions. And it goes through Brisbane City. Mm, it's great. And it, we did it for the first time oh, last year. It was great fun. It. If you haven't listened to the podcast, go podcast, back and yep. listen to the yep. previous one. Mm. Um, yeah, and we were there watching you guys do fabulous, as you did. And we watched you guys be fabulous yeah, as well. Oh, we got second. Yeah. So much yeah. fun. I think we yeah. come second in yeah. our... Category. category, yeah. yeah. I thought that was yeah. uh, a as we said, thanks to the other people on our team. But exactly. <laughs> we'll yes. take yeah. it. No, so it was good, really good, good, good fun. Good nav by Hayden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good nav by Hayden. And that's right. The, uh, um, what makes you guys so good at it? I think we just found our niche. Um, like we we couldn't mm. navigate early on in the in the adventure races and the row gains. Uh, we've since gotten a lot better, I must admit. But um, that sort of three hours, um, we had enough navigation skills to be able to go through streets and to be able to do it quickly and to say, okay, down end of this road, turn left, and then uh, second right after that. So we had the, the basic navigation skills and then we had the running skills Yeah, you've got well. endurance so, and you guys yeah. have got pretty yeah, good speed. And, and that three-hour uh, time frame, I think, sort of 
yeah, it all sort of came together and that, that was our niche. Yeah. So we, we actually, the first one we did, which was prior to these uh, Urban Raids one, was a uh, more of a novelty-based event. Um, so the same sort of, of framework or, or idea, but instead of just clicking into a checkpoint or answering a question, you actually had to do a challenge. Um, so it was in Brisbane as well. It started at Roma Street Parklands and you had challenges like uh, you had to serve a tennis ball into a bucket um, okay. And then you had to climb okay. a um, yep, yep. climb a kids' playground area like a big spider web, and and the uh, the marker was at the top of the spider web, or um, some some were a lot more complicated though, yeah. like yeah. some really like long. Was someone yeah. watching to make sure you did yeah. them? Yeah, or yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We we had to do uh, go to a dance studio and learn a, a pole dancing <laughs> move. <laughs> uh, that was interesting. I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a partner move as well. Yep. So <laughs> together on the one pole. Even better. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like it's a really cool night where yeah. you've gone pole dancing together. You've been running around the streets. Yeah, I remember running up. I think it was now. No wonder your wives get jealous. Oh yeah, French. I think it was Adelaide. She was sprinting up, and then just some unsuspecting person walked out of a pub. Carrying a drink and I just smashed straight into her, oh, no. knocked her over. Sorry, 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 are you okay? But I am in the middle of a race though. So. Oh, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Please sorry. be okay. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm going now. Um, so just so much fun. Yeah. Um, and actually, that I, I was looking at my um, looking at my, my race notes the other day, and I noticed that we uh, the first one of those we won. I think it was our first thing we ever actually mm. won. It was um, the day before my fortieth birthday, cool. and I thought, ah. Oh, yeah, I feel less old now. Like it sort of felt like a, a really cool thing to do. To it was a nice way to begin a decade. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I understand that. I did a triathlon on my fiftieth yep. birthday nice. because yeah, yep. it was just the days lined up, and it's like, yeah, I want to go into this decade doing something brilliant. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's good. So yeah. going way back, so you were running once a week. Yep. Together yep. is that. More than that now? Like, did it grow over the frequency over the years? Yeah, at, at some times we'd run three or four times a week. Yeah. Um, these days we're probably runners jamming a bit more. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to have others there as well. But most weeks we'd probably run run together once. But it's, it's been up and down a bit lately. It, uh, yeah, it depends on injury yeah. and yeah. COVID this year. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if like before – Probably before your injuries sort of took a hold, we'd you'd probably go three times a week mm-hmm. uh, on average. Um, yeah, I mentioned before my my first Gold Coast half marathon was twenty thirteen, um, so that's probably when we really stepped up. I think yeah. uh, for me, yeah. that's my my sort of memory. Longer runs as well. So um, yeah, getting out, doing a lot more twenty thirty k runs mm. uh, on the weekend. Um, it- and yeah. how did you find that experience, Mark, that, the 2013? Um, yeah, marathon. loved it. Um, I, was, I was very underdone. Um, I remember I think my, my longest run had been only sort of 15K or so. And um, by about the 17K mark, my, my feet were just aching. I had blisters. You know when you, you, you're still learning to run long distances yeah. and your feet are just they're soft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're not soft anymore, which is great. Yeah. But um, that was the, the main thing that I remember. Like my body held up well, my heart was good, um, but my feet were just sore um, just because I haven't been on my feet long enough. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I still was um, – my goal was a, an hour 45 and not knowing what I would do and I, I smashed that and got a, an hour 37. So I was 
That's I was really great. happy with That's that. Amazing. Yep. That's great. What What is your fastest half marathon time? Um, I think it was twenty. 19 I did an hour 2957 so I was looking at the clock going okay if I smash it out here I can beat that one hour 30 so um that's like that that barrier of one hour 30 and I don't know if I'll ever go under that just because it's that I've, I've reached it yeah yeah so for you guys is distance the thing that you thrive on you you like to go longer and longer or yeah, definitely. I, I, in particular, I'm never going to be fast, um, but I can just keep going along, and and it's just it's just more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just sort of, especially out on the trails, you just mm. get out there and you start running, and you can just keep going forever. It just it's just such a beautiful environment. It's relaxed. It's comfortable. You're mm. chatting away. Hours can go. Um, yeah. So yeah. there's no point in going for shorter ones. Really. Exactly. Well, what's, your, what's your longest run, Steve? Then. Uh, we think in in training we've done a couple we've done a, done a few in the fifties. Mm. Um, yeah, that's huge. So you like, yeah. you have to prepare for that though. Yeah, you <laughs> do. You build so. up. You're not just going to pull that out like the half marathons you pulled out on a week's no, training. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't even do a marathon without training. I'd like yeah. you, you got to take them seriously. Yeah. So respect the distance. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So with what's the longest you've run, Mark? Um, well, the same as Steve, um, training runs, yeah, 50-odd, um, but Steve failed to say that we have run 100K together. Um, yeah. Oh. Well, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> run so slash walked, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in an event in, was it 2018? Um, yeah, 2019. 2019. No, 18, yeah, 20th of October. Yeah. 2018, uh, we actually did the Black Hole 100 together. Um, so wow. that was, yeah, a big jump. Um, so we'd... We'd, I'd done a couple of marathons uh, previously to that. Um, in training for that one is we did, a, I think, a 55 or so, and then uh, we decided to do the, the 100. Usually it's Steve going, hey, Mark, let's do this event. And I'm going, oh, I don't know. That's a big commitment. And he usually talks me around to it. So we did the Black All 100, um, had perfect weather conditions because there's there's been a few races where oh, there'd been fires and 40-degree yeah, and, um, yeah. uh, races mm-hmm. and then there's been floods and, and we just had the best day. Like it was brilliant. We were so lucky. Um, so we ran um, together to start with um, to about, was it about 53K I think we ran together for. Yeah. Um, and probably from about 20K on, or was it maybe 30K? Uh, it was me going, come on, Steve, let's go. Come on, Steve, come on. And Steve's um, talking about his, his injuries or his, um, what you were starting to cramp at about the 23K mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah probably at about 30 to 35K, there's about a 5K downhill section mm. um, where you just go all these switchbacks and, and it's easy to run, you're feeling good. But it just kept on pounding my quads. Mm-hmm. And so then when I finally got to the bottom, I just felt really fatigued and I started cramping. And that's at the 35K mm, mark. That's a long way to go. I'm going, I've got 65K more to go. And then I ran out of water about 3K before the next checkpoint. Oh. So I started dehydrating, feeling cramping. And then from after the checkpoint, we then had to go uphill for about 5K. And then it was cramping worse and worse and worse. And it it really hurts. <laughs> and, and I just started, my, my brain started doing weird things, like playing with the maths, thinking, okay, yeah. if I'm hurting this much now in 60K, I, I couldn't even imagine how bad the pain would be. Um, and I remember at about 
the 43k mark actually saying to Mark, this hurts so much, but I can't imagine not finishing this. Yeah. But then within a couple of k, I was going, that was all I could imagine. <laughs> I thought I, I actually cannot see a path forward to being able to finish because there was no chance my body was going to actually suddenly start feeling better and um, – it just so I'm just thinking about the pain. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so how do you mentally get through it then? Well, eventually I realised we've put so much effort into this day, I couldn't ruin Mark's day. Mm. So I said, look, you just go off by yourself. And he said, no, 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 let's just run another one kilometre together. We did that for about 5K. Um, we, we just kept on thinking I might get better, but I, I kept feeling worse. So eventually at about 53K, I said, okay, Mark, you go. Um, and um, I'll, I'll see you afterwards. Have a great day. I'll, I'll get to the 61K yeah, checkpoint. Yeah, the checkpoint. And then my plan was just to walk in and say, I, I, I can't <laughs> do any more. Like, this, this is it. Like, you can try and convince me, but I don't think I can do this. Um, and so, so Mark ran off and just I saw him <laughs> way off into the distance. There was was the plan to do it together? Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that yeah. was the hope. Yeah, the well, hope. we weren't promising. We, but. Yeah, we, we never said we'd finish the whole yeah. thing together. It was okay. we'd start off together and try and do it all together and see what happens. Um, so there's mixed feelings for, for me. Like I didn't want to lose Steve, especially at 53K. Like 47K by myself is yeah. still a very long, a long way, way to go. It's a marathon. And um, that's right. <laughs> and so I've... You know, I've sped off and, and in the back of my mind going, oh, this is fun, I'm free, I can and go. No guilt, no guilt yeah, feelings no, there. Uh, go as fast as I want, but at the same time going, oh, I hope Steve's all right. Or, yeah. um, so definite mixed feelings. Um, and then I remember getting to the, the 60K checkpoint and um, um, I, I made a, a decision to spend a fair bit of time there just to really change my shoes, change my socks. I, I, I always tape my feet just to stop any blisters. So I did all of that. My feet are just disgusting. They're all muddy and so, and they're all pruned up by that stage as well. So I'm rip, ripping this tape off and putting new tape on and put my, my uh, new pair of shoes on and socks and everything. And I'm just about to start heading off again and then... Well, <laughs> and just, just, just going back a bit, I, once, once he left, I, I, I kept on going further down. Like I yeah. hadn't hit rock bottom yet. Okay. Um, the pain kept getting worse. I was crying at times. Oh. It was just hurting so much. I thought, oh, but I thought this was going to be such a cool thing because we'd never done anything more than a marathon. And we kept on saying to people, people would say, oh, yeah, so what, what ultras have you done before? I oh, know this is our first one. This is your first one, 100k. Yeah, is that dumb? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think, oh, maybe we've done the wrong thing. And I just kept feeling more and more stupid um, and just feeling terrible. Um, and so then I just, yeah, it was just, there was nothing else to do. So I, I started just walking a bit and then jogging a bit. And then there wasn't much left to do at, at that point except to start praying a lot mm -hmm. and going, God, please help. And, <laughs> and then, and I was just going over like, comforting Bible verses in my, in my head as well. Um, and, then, and then at one point I sort of started singing to myself as well, going, yes. just sort of trying to cheer myself up a bit. And then, on, and then we started coming, well, I, because there was no we at that point, um, I started coming near, the, there were 50K runners there as well and the courses were slightly different. And I kept on bumping into lots of 50K runners and then they'd say, oh, how are you going? And most times I'd say something like, I'm in unspeakable pain. <laughs> And 
then I'd see someone else and I'd, I'd catch up to someone else and say the same sort of thing. And I had the same conversation about a dozen times. And then all of a sudden something clicked to me that I was, if I'd had that conversation about a dozen times and each time it was actually me catching up to the 50K people, I thought, hang on, that means I'm running faster than people. Yeah. Maybe I'm actually not doing as terribly as I thought. And I realised that somewhere in the previous 5K I'd actually started running at a decent pace again. And looked, oh, it's only about 3K to go to the next checkpoint. And I started picking up my pace a bit. By the time I got to that 61K, I felt awesome. Like I was just thinking, (laughs) yeah, I can do this all day. And I was going to the checkpoint. I see Mark there and he's just about to go off. I go, oh, g'day, how are you going? What are you doing here? (laughs) I I fully expected him to be another half hour behind and to be pulling out of the race at that stage. Wow. But he's got a big smile on his face and just... Yeah, just a different person. It was amazing. Yeah, so I said, actually, so if you, if you don't mind, can you just hang on just for a couple of minutes and grab a bit of food and then I'm out again. We're off together. So then we did another 10, 15K together. Just probably, oh, no, we did another probably 20 Yeah, close to 20. Yeah. Um, and then the wheels fell off again. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the cramps came back and yeah. about 70, 75, 78Ks and it got slower and slower and about 80 or so. Eventually said, no, I can stop at 80K, you go and just run. Because okay. at that stage I actually couldn't run down hills. Right. I could only walk with my legs straight. I couldn't bend my, my knees Sounds going downhill. Awful. Oh, yeah. And I actually remember, I remember two of the things I said to Mark was, one was that I, I'm pretty sure I actually don't like running anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it had stopped being fun. I, I wasn't enjoying it. And I was, I was developing this fantasy about getting into the next checkpoint and that when I went in there, I'd collapse <laughs> and they'd call an ambulance for me and then they'd pick me up and put me in the ambulance and as, as it drove away with me, a sneaky smile would come across my face. Yes, I'm not quitting. They're dragging me off the course. Exactly. No, please drag me off the course. So. That fantasy wasn't fulfilled. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. But, but I thought it's the wrong thing to stop yeah. Mark. Yeah. So he, he, he ran ahead and he ended up beating me by more than an hour with only 20K, like, yeah, with only 20K of us running separately. Yeah. So if you'd run by yourself at that gap between us, you might have beaten me by five hours. Wow. <laughs> I doubt that very highly, but it, it was definitely, again, mixed feelings. Um, again, I thought 80K, you were pulling out for sure. And um, it's no joke about the straight legs. Even on the flat ground, he was straight-legged, oh, uh, couldn't bend his knees. Oh, it was pretty it was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> did you try walking backwards? Or? Yes, he and did. And that didn't help. Wow. A little bit, but when you're that fatigued, yeah. walking yeah. backwards is really not yeah. good. Not work. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty hard. Wow. Yeah. So I finally pulled into the 80, 81K yeah. checkpoint, and, and this time I did go up to the officials and say, I don't think I, I can do any more than this. And there was this really cool guy. He was part of like one of the, the, the Noosa trail running group up there. And he said, no, nah, no, nah, you're not going to do that. And he said that he'd actually pulled out with cramps at about the 40K mark. He said, you're at the 80K. You are not going to, to, to pull out. I, said, I think I am. <laughs> um, so I sort of just stood there at this table and... Um, he brought all this food to me, brought drinks to me, got something else to fill up my um, Water bottle. My, my, yeah. Um, yeah, my bladder. Um, he got this other girl to come over and 
poured, poured massage, um, what is it? magnesium, magnesium all into my legs and such so as massaging my legs. And I just you know, felt like royalty, really. Yeah. People <laughs> looking after me and bringing me food and drinks. And, and then I said, oh, I, 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 I can't, I have to sit down for a while. So they found a chair for me, sat down. For about 15 minutes, I just sat there, did nothing. And I thought, if I can't get out of the chair, then obviously I'll have to pull out. But then after 15 minutes, I thought, oh, I should give it a crack. Tried to get out of the chair, could not do it. So I said, oh, hey, no. can you help me? So that they pulled me up and they said, just go in that direction. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to go to the corner and then I'll, and then I'll stop. But then, I, <laughs> but then I got to the corner and I thought, that hurts so much to restart. And, and all day the restarts have been what it hurts. So how about I just try not to restart again? So I decided no matter how big the hill was from then on, I'm just going to keep going so I don't have the pain of the restart. Um, and so I just kept going and going. And, and um, it's still straight legs? Uh, no, no. By, by then the magnesium okay. had kicked, kicked in, in a little okay. bit and it was little tiny steps. Yeah. Um, but then I got to the 90K checkpoint and at that stage my sister had done the 50K and I thought she shouldn't have been doing 50K because, like, she was injured and shouldn't be doing it. But she'd turned up, heard that <laughs> I was dying out there. And so she turned up to run the last oh, 10K with me. Oh, I went, lovely. oh, I'm loved. And it was just <laughs> the nicest feeling. And so then, the, like, one of the more fun things is, well, doing this, telling running stories. Yeah. And so then I could spend the next 10K just saying, oh, and so we did this and we did this and we did this and we did this. And um, You were distracted. Yeah, yeah, I was mostly yeah. distracted. But I did have to keep on saying to her, hey, Rachel, can you slow down for me, please? Which she was quite pleased at yeah. because yeah. normally I don't have to say that. Yeah. Um, and when I finished at the end... I did the last K, like the last 500 metres at about 4.20 pace because this guy flew past me and I went, oh. I don't want to be bitten at the end. And suddenly my legs had this amazing energy and I just sprinted at the end wow. and then collapsed okay. in a massive heap. Just it was awful. And Mark had been finished by an hour at that stage. So did you yeah. see the, yeah. the finish nah. line collapse? I, I didn't. I was in the toilet because um, I'd been there for about half an hour feeling very sick after running 100K. Oh. Um, but nothing compared to Steve. Um, I think shortly after I'd, I'd come out to the, the finish zone and I'd heard from a – we had a, a support person with us, one of my mates from work, um, and I think he'd told me, yep, yeah, Steve's finished. He, he made it, 100K, that's awesome. We were so pleased for him. But as soon as he crossed the finish line and rang the, be rang the bell, the Ambos grabbed him and walked him behind okay. the, the stage. So I was wearing this really weird silver um, space blanket. Space blanket yeah. oh, and it yeah, just yeah. looks pretty bizarre. Mm. So it took me – I was with them for about an hour or so. Okay. Going, oh, you, you don't look safe. And, yeah. Okay. I was fine. I was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just another day walking in the park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was so grateful to them for the, for the care that they, they showed. Yeah. It was – yeah. That's a great story. It was a great day. Yeah. It was yeah. like so I, I recall I count that day as one of the best days of my life and one of the worst yeah. days of my life. Yeah. It, it, it was both. And for you, yeah. Mark, were you really happy with what you did? Yeah, achieved? I absolutely loved it. Yep, yep. No, it was something special. Um, I don't know if I'll ever do that distance again. Yeah. Um, so that's the one know. and only time? No, not necessarily. Okay. I don't know if I will, but um, like I'm actually signed up, both of us are signed up for is it the last man standing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in September. Oh, in September. Yeah, um, for a while. Nothing. Yeah. So that's nothing. that's a, a new entity for us. Um, so I think it's six point seven k every hour. So you have to start uh, on the hour, 
do your 6.7K within that hour and get to the start line for the next hour. So um, who knows what will happen there. I think if it's to get to – it starts at 9 – is it 9 a.m.? And to get to yeah. midnight, so 15 hours will give us 100K. So yeah. that's my oh, goal yeah. to, to try and get yep. to midnight and do the 100K again that way. And um, if we happen to do more, so be right. yeah. so And if we happen to do a lot well, less, that's so okay be as well. It's going to be really so, interesting yeah. to compare that 100K yeah. to the other 100K. You know, does having that little bit of break time in between and make it easier or make it harder? Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and with Blackall, you know you've got to run 100K. Yeah. Like, whereas this one, it's, you know, what's the mental yeah. side of things going to be? Like, I'm sure I could push on another 6.7K, but mentally do I want to and yeah. that's yeah so that's going like to be really another interesting podcast at the end of that one Quite I think so we'll I think back. so that's going to be um and it is it also a team's race as well where they're inviting people to do it do mm-hmm. it together so there's yeah. a few other runners jammers coming along yeah. so anyone else feel yeah. free to join yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's a pretty cheap race too and it's only at and it's local Rockley it's local, or Oxley yeah. so I think yeah close supported it's yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's the next big one on you're that's running. The, yeah, the yeah. we've yep. got a couple of adventure races and Rogaine's coming up. But yep. That's our big target one. Yeah. If they ever get right up and running because of floods and yeah. whatnot, keep cancelling yeah. them. But, yeah, um, it's been yeah. a tough year yeah. or a tough few years. Tough few hasn't years it? with COVID, yep. Yeah. Yeah. We do about six-hour one this Saturday with, with Peter Jones as well. So okay. it's going to be pretty muddy. This is yeah. a Rogaine, Yeah, six-hour yep. Rogaine, yeah. Excellent. So it should be lots of fun. I can't wait. We haven't, we haven't done a pure bush again for a couple of years no. now. Yep. So where so, is this one out at? Uh, Warralong Dam. Yeah. Okay. Which is actually where we did that 12-hour one with all that, we've got those <sighs> awful memories from. That we talked about earlier on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is a big weekend for running, isn't it? it? Is. Because oh, yeah. you guys are doing that. There's it's the Noosa. Warwick Pentathlon. Oh, yeah. And yes, there's Noosa. Noosa. And yeah. I think is the Gold Coast 30. 30. It is too. This weekend yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Hopefully yeah. we get good. Good enough weather that all these events can happen, and then there'll yeah, be so. lots of stories yep. to tell yeah. after the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, so how do you fit all this training in? Because I know both Mark and and Steve have got sort of you know busy lives outside of what you do with running, and how does it all working, children. children, church, and everything? How do you guys do it? Um, Give us the secret. <laughs> Give us the tips. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's I guess it's routine, uh, and yeah. that that changes regularly. Um, so I, I I go through seasons. Um, my kids are just that little bit older now, which is really nice that um, I can sort of uh, go out in the mornings um, and leave them. Um, my wife likes to walk in the mornings as well, so um, she would always walk in the mornings, which meant that I couldn't run. I'd have to be at home uh, looking after the kids, and I didn't want to take away that yeah. time from her. Um, but now that the kids are a little bit older, um, we can sort of have our times cross over a little bit or both of us be out for a little bit longer. So mornings for me is, is excellent at the moment. Um, the Tuesday, Thursday runners jam times work in perfectly. And then, uh, an early morning on the weekend, uh, with a longer run is fantastic. Um, but prior to that, um, I was doing a lot of my, uh, training, uh, to work. So I was riding my bike to work. So it's about nine kilometres um, and I'd, I'd do that uh, three, four times a week and that was just a really good um, base for my, just for my legs. Um, and then sometimes um, the mate that I talked about earlier that took us up to, um, was our support person for Blackall. He just lives 
100 meters up the road, which is fantastic, and and we work together. Uh, he's another math teacher as well. Hi, Ian. Um, um, yeah, I would often ride my bike and then leave my bike at work, and he'd um, and then I'd run home, and then the next morning he'd drive me to work, and then I'd ride my right bike home the next day. So that that was really good at, at getting maybe two runs and and four bike rides or something. Uh, throughout the week and and then plus the long run and and that was me done so just trying to be a little bit creative with my my time and and how I do it all um the Thursday afternoons were were set in stone so that was really good that was that routine that we had for 10-15 years um but it's sort of as the the kids have grown up and um the Thursday sort of went out the window and um it stopped being a family friendly time exactly that's right yeah Yeah, Thursday afternoon was no good so Um, yeah, other times sort of had to had to find their place. Yeah, and it is. It's about making those adjustments mm. for the different seasons yeah. that life presents, That's right. isn't it? And yeah. and when the the training needs to ramp up for the marathons and the the big races, that's that's where it gets a little bit hard. That yeah. um, I've got to sort of balance that family time, and you know sometimes I have to wake up a little bit earlier to to go out early, and and um, so that I'm present with the family. So, mm. Mm. and how about you, Steve? Um, yeah, so it depends on, on different seasons. When my kids were younger, um, one of the best presents I was ever given was someone's old running stroller and it was just the best gift because it meant that um, instead of my running always being taken away from the family, I could, I could take a kid with me and it was, it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed having the, having the company, having a chat to one of my girls yeah. while they're out there mm. um, and made life hopefully a little bit easier for, for Ruth at home. Um, so I always loved doing that. But then they outgrew them uh, pretty quickly. Um, my next best trick after that was aiming for just morning runs, especially on the weekends when my kids are quite happy um, to, to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can go out and run a, you know, 25, 30K in the morning and then be back while they're still asleep, I go, cool, well, no one's hurt by me being out for that. So to me that was the, the best <laughs> way I could do that. Um, and then I've, I've worked from home for years, and so sometimes I'd just do a do a run during the day. Um, probably more so when the kids were younger, when it was just really hard to, to get decent time. Um, so I'd, so sometimes that'd be helpful too. Yeah. Um, but it is it is hard with families, especially when we do the races, because if we're doing like a six or eight hour race, it ends up you being away for almost all day because it takes a couple of hours to get there and preparation yeah. time, and that's a big cost. To families, yeah. every time you say, "Hey, I'm going to be gone all of this day," as well as having been been working all week, so mm. um, try not to do it too often. Try to um, um, put an extra effort before and after family wise as well, and it always is a big pain to the family. So we're always very grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, definitely. Because uh, neither of your wives are runners, are they? Not even close. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Oh, um, well, Eva, Eva does park run. Yeah, Eva, yeah, Eva, Eva does yeah, park run. Yeah, yeah. With the kids. Eva likes her sport and yeah. she, she like much prefers uh, some team competitive sports. Yeah. Um, yeah, she doesn't really like running for the sake of running. Um, but, yeah, she'll if there's a ball involved, she can be very competitive and wants to get in there and, and have a game. But um, she loves walking um, most mornings. That's her, her time, but um, not a keen runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, my beloved bride is allergic to exercise <laughs> okay. and running and early mornings. So that's so why we don't see her at park run. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And and that's okay. Yeah, that's oh, definitely. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, yeah. Still, obviously, Ruth's very supportive of yeah, you. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, no, she's, she's magnificent. And, and she, she said a few times, yeah, look, if she did want to go running all the time, it would be really hard if both wanting to go out at the same time yeah. and how would the kids be looked after. And so it, it's quite a good partnership. Yeah, because we've certainly yeah. spoken um, to other people who we're both partners are yeah. runners and it is that juggle of this is your day this is my day for a run and yeah, yeah. just that so it's just a whole lot better be. when your kids are all grown up and out of home then that's right easy we just yeah, go just easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um you've you've told us lots of great stories about events and good things going on what about any running injuries things that have plagued you things that have gotten the way down times in your journey i've been incredibly fortunate that i've Almost never had an injury, wow. knock wood. Um, wow. I've, I've probably had a little bit of ITV soreness. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know, that was a little while ago, probably 2015 when I was a, a younger, less experienced runner. Um, but no, I've just been really blessed actually that I, I don't really warm up, I don't cool down and I don't get injured. So um, now, that I've, now that I've turned 40. Now you've 40, made everyone jealous. Yeah, yeah. Now that I've turned 40, maybe that's going to be a different story in the future. I don't know. But I've yeah, just been really lucky, very blessed. You have. And Mark, well, you've got that you. ideal running physique though, hasn't has yeah. it? Yeah. No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and you look good when you run. You've got yeah, great you've got a form. great running form too yeah. as well, yeah. Now Steve's sitting Steve. there with a bit of a, a look thinking, on his face. Oh, he's, he's looking at his yeah. notes, looking at the timeline. Now, look, so, so, <laughs> I, over the last year or so, sometimes I feel like I'm really boring, um, especially like I'm, I'm running with Mark and it feels like I'm just going, okay, well, here's my latest injury. <laughs> and I, I just seem to be rotating through them every six months or so. Um, but probably the worst I had was about 2011. Um, I actually did a 24-hour again with another friend um, who'd done a few of them before and so I thought oh, I'll, I'll give it a go but I really didn't train well enough for it so this is that out in the bush just um, navigating we, we ran for the first probably eight hours or so then kept hiking and then around 1am um, there was this massive hill we were trying to um, find a, a checkpoint up we spent an hour trying to find up there it wasn't there we never found the checkpoint but then coming down my knee just suddenly gave away on me mm -hmm. this really sharp pain and for the next five hours um, I could hardly walk wow. and I was just hobbling around um, <laughs> which was just yeah really really painful and then I had that probably for about two years that one um, and, I, and I thought yep this is it I'm never going to get through this and, um, yeah, we'll have to get a single-storey house soon and, and only go on holidays <laughs> in places where there's a lift. Um, but like, you know, when you go, up, go away on holidays and I carry all the bags up for all the, the kids yeah. were all young there and, and do all those trips, I don't think I can do that sort of stuff anymore. Um, but um, went, went to a physio and a sports medicine specialist and um, it was just a really slow recovery. But um, um, and we're, we're, And then... In the interim, we had many races I'd do with Mark and, I'd, and we'd get to these bits where we have to go downhill and I have to say, oh, I'm so sorry, but I have to take this downhill really slowly because of my knee. And so I was slowing us down massively. Yeah. Uphills I could do just fine, but mm. the downhills were really painful. Um, but eventually that just went away and, and then I just rotated through. I had a few hammy injuries. I had a glute injury lately. Um, after I did Blackall, I got quite bad plantar fasciitis, mm, which okay. lasted about six to nine months or so. Um, and I looked up every possible solution. I researched it all. And I've got no idea whether any of the things I tried actually worked. But 
slowly after six to nine months it just the pain slowly went away yeah so i don't know what helped and what didn't to be honest as long um, as it went yeah but i think the, the key is just to in in whatever the injuries are to back off the training a bit make sure you're seeing a good physio follow their advice um and almost always he'd say actually keep running because your, your leg yeah you, you, you're created to run your your body your, your legs will work best if they're being used but be careful with the speed, be careful with mm. the, the overall distance, never increase your training too much. And that's normally where my injuries came from, me suddenly doing speed work or suddenly doing much more than much before because mm. you just get carried away. I get a bit it's excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I figure I'll probably keep on getting occasional injuries forever, but as long as I can keep managing them. Managing and, it. And hopefully yeah. not get too, too down. Sometimes I feel a bit sad when I, I can't run. And, yeah. Oh, well. What if I can never run again? Like, what, <laughs> what, what world is that going to be like? Um, yeah. That would be a sad world. It would. Yeah. So, so I'm really pr- pleased that you know, I've I've got through the injuries so far. And, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Just to finish mm. off, any um, wisdom, any advice that, or how to juggle life, what you've enjoyed in running, any, what's your wisdom? A last thought from each of you. Oh, they didn't have that in their notes. These guys are both organised with a sheet of notes and now they're on the spot. Any final thoughts? I don't, don't really know. I just, I just run because I enjoy it. Yeah, um, that's good advice. That's enjoy. the key thing. Um, if, if I'm a bit stressed or, you know, um, a little bit tired of, of, of work or anything, just go for a run and... It's just, it's so good just having those endorphins to just wipe everything away. Um, uh, running and riding to work was, was awesome during that, that stage of my life. Um, if I had a bad day at work, by the time I got home, um, half hour later or whatever, um, that was all completely gone because I'd run it out or ridden it out, done that exercise, and that was just brilliant. Um, yeah, I, it work's been pretty good. I don't think I've needed that. I haven't missed not running or riding to work recently. But, um, yeah, just, yeah, I guess I, I actually enjoy starting my day with running a lot more mm. these days, which I, I haven't done. That's a new thing for me since okay. joining Runner's Gym. So, um, yeah, I sort of look forward to that Tuesday and that Thursday to start my day off and, and then the rest of the day I feel um, just really excited about the day or invigorated about what I've done and really proud of what I've done and and um, that's just a great way to start and um, so no thank you guys for putting that on that's um, mm, yeah. sure. just thank been a big you. part of, of my life um, yeah. lately and, and it's nice to hang out with friends that's what I was, yeah. exactly. starting with other yeah, positive that's what I was people just about to say is yeah. I've, I've got 30 new friends now to, <laughs> yeah. to hang out with and yeah it's just great and yeah, there's so many different people there that you can run with. And Thursday trails, you just yeah. whoever's there, you just run at someone, run with someone that's your speed, and and just get it, get and into go it. Go and enjoy sloshing yeah. in the yeah, mud at the moment. The that's right. <laughs> yeah. And I've always felt that that runners are actually nicer people on average. And so if you, if you meet Absolutely. someone, you think, oh, this person's probably going to be nice. But I think it's a bit chicken and eggish because. Once they start running, you just you you get all that joy, you yeah. Get that, you get all that pleasure, so it just sort of yeah. makes sense that they're going to be, um, yeah. You know, more fun people to be around. Yeah, at least that's my theory. Yeah, that's a good that, theory. I guess yeah. uh, running with Steve, like um, doing it for so long. With if you're spending 
one hour once a week or, or three times a week just um, chatting. Um, you, you know, you just you can share life together and, and just talk together and, and that's just amazing that, um, yeah, it's just a really good thing to have, have an extra person, whether mm-hmm. it's one person or many people, just to, to chat uh, and share your life with yeah. them. It's really cool. It's, it's the endorphins from the run plus yeah. the just, yeah, exactly that talking, that unloading. Yep. Having someone just listening, yeah, yeah, yep. helps. Yeah, and, and so many people don't have that that outlet, that connection. Um, yeah. So I, I, sometimes if, I, if I've gone for a little bit for a run, I think, oh, I've got all these things that I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> to share got, got a download. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so many things that have happened, and so many thoughts to process. And oh, yeah. what do you think about this and this and this? Yeah. And, um, like, what, what else are you going to do when you're running for hours? But yeah. but just chat about stuff and 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 I guess you you pretty quickly get through the. The sport and weather, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, often there's some really deep conversations that, that can have, happen out there, um, and it's just it's so good, especially for guys, you know, because our, our 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 default mode is just to go, uh, you know, uh, good cars, sport, <laughs> weather, yeah. yep. cool, yeah, should be That's right, it. Yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, when you're running, what else are you going to do? But you know, have a bit of vulnerability and yeah, yeah. It's great. It is excellent. Yeah. And, and so, and I guess in terms of the wisdom thing, where, where Mark was saying before, that that's probably what I was thinking as well. That I run because it's fun and yeah. because it's good for me, and yeah. um, but because I love it. I often see all these. I follow various um, groups on Facebook and people putting up all these quotes, trying to encourage you to get out there and run. And they're often saying something about, um, you know, you're not going to enjoy. It. You know, it's going to be hard, but just your perseverance will get you through it. I think. Like perseverance is good, but I run because I enjoy it. Like yeah. it's not because it's a it's a drudgery or I have yeah. to do it. And and I guess we've never taken running to a training too seriously and go, okay, we're gonna have these really high goals and try and do it. No, our goals are to be healthy, to have fun, mm-hmm. and to be healthy enough that we can enjoy the races that we go in. Um, and we find that having having big races to aim for means we will train more to do it. But really the goal is just to be out there and having fun and enjoying. Yeah, and I think you've really hit something so important on there. A lot of people do get into their running and then it all becomes about I want to hit this time, I want to do this, I want to do that, and it becomes so serious as as though they're Olympic athletes and it's mm. like can we take that pressure off and just enjoy it and then who knows what surprise we'll get with our times anyway because we're just having more fun and yeah. enjoying yep. the connections with yeah. it. Yeah, very so, much so. when so. the when the – um. All the COVID events got cancelled mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. To be honest, we actually didn't care a huge amount yeah. mm. because it, although we had big things we were aiming for, it actually didn't matter because our, our philosophy is roughly that we want to be prepared to do any of those big events just at any moment. Mm. And so we don't have this big long peak towards stuff. We just want to always be able to do something. And so if the event isn't on, we go, okay, cool. Well, we did the training anyhow. And yeah. so we'll just And you'll just keep, keep going. Going. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of which, yeah. the, the lockdowns were actually one of the best things that ever happened to it us. It was so much fun. <laughs> because yeah. we could still run with one other person. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, didn't change. It was pretty yeah. much daily. Yeah. Steve, hey, you want to go for a run? Yep. Let's go yeah. for two oh, yeah, hours. Yeah. Our, our mileage went up massively. Yeah. 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 It was great. I actually yeah. started running a half marathon every weekend. I did, did it for 52 weeks. Wow. Um, because I could. Yeah. We did a, um, I think we did an ultra. I think we did a 50-something um, during the lockdowns, just as a tri- just yeah, as a yeah. training run. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think so. I think it was because Gold Coast was cancelled or something like that. Mm. I remember yeah. you guys doing that actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that the seventy two. 
That, I that did. was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marketed a fundraiser and ran 72K. Just for fun, yeah. yeah. No, Just it was a, it was supposed to be 72K in September and I thought, well, that's not very hard. I'd, I'd do that uh, three times over in a month, so I might as well do it in one day. So Steve <laughs> came along for 50K with me and then my brother did the soft, last 21. Steve, that's soft. Well, I was actually really badly injured and I thought, oh, okay, I yeah. thought if I can do 20K, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. So I did 50. Okay, cool. That was good. That's amazing. So. Well, you guys have been fabulous to listen to. Oh, it's awesome. awesome. It's been awesome. <laughs> it has been fun. Yeah. Sorry if we blabbered on for too no, long. No, it's so much fun. Love hearing the stories. Yeah, love people are going to love stories. it. Definitely. Well, definitely to get them back again. I'd say so. I think, yeah. I think um, after the last man standing, is that yeah. the name of the race? That's it? Yeah. So it's got a few different names. Yeah, yeah. it's different yeah. names in yeah. different places, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Backyard Ultra, yeah, That's it. Yes. We need a, yeah. a report from that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear the breakdown on the mental game <laughs> with it. Mm. And, yeah. Yep, yeah, that sounds, sounds good. We can do that. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm sure we'll be there anyway. We will be there. Um, Not for the entire time, but no, we'll, we'll be, be there at definitely some time. Definitely be there. I'm sure yeah. we will If you can come from about 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. the next day in the hardest hours, that would be really good. Show up at midnight when I'm struggling the most. Exactly. (laughs) We could do that for you, though. I'm sure we can. Well, Mark, Steve, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode of the Runner's Jam podcast. It's great to have you guys with us. And I'm sure we'll get them back again, won't we, Dan? So if you want to hit us up, you can hit us up on our Facebook page. Don't forget just to search for Runner's Jam or you can hit us up on our website, www.runnersjam.com. Uh, runnersjam.com.au we're also on Instagram as well so there's a lot of ways that you can get in contact with us and uh, we'd love to hear some of your stories as well but for this episode we say thank you Mark thank you Steve thanks for having us our pleasure thanks heaps and we'll see you Wow. I wanted to ask, how yeah. many days did it take your legs to recover <laughs> afterwards? Oh, to be honest, it wasn't. About that. It, yeah. it actually wasn't that bad. Oh. The people on the day, people were saying, oh, good luck walking tomorrow. Yeah. But like I've got, we, we, I, I was upstairs and I walked up and down the stairs. Serious? Okay. But I have bought myself a cane though <laughs> for races. So sometimes after a race, just it, it's helped. And all my family ridicule me for it. I really don't care. Yeah. Um, but like oh, even so cool. there was one day still recording I'm still yeah, recording so keep going yeah. <laughs> one day I was actually preaching at church the day after a big race actually it's happened a few times yeah. and I thought I'm not sure if I can get up on the stage you have to take your cane but, but it's, it's, all, it's always been like... yeah. I would have never thought of that oh yeah <laughs> and, but it's actually a bit too small like, they got it from like Daiso so it's like the tiny one. It's a fairly small one. people. Yeah. That, that is my like first it. half marathon was the, the hardest recovery. Like, yeah. Just, but the 100 was hard. That was probably the second hardest. Um, yeah, I remember being at a PD the next, or was it the Monday? So we, yeah. the race was the Saturday, wasn't it? So yeah. I, think, yeah. I think Sunday was a bit of a write off. And then. Oh, no, the Sunday. The Gold Coast was it Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. The, the Black Hole. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the Black Hole. Yeah. I think that was a Sunday. Yes, um, but yeah, on the Monday I had to go to work and, and it was a PD and it was at Mansfield High School with two stories and, and I had to get up the stairs there. And even the rest of the week at my school, because we got two-storey buildings and I was holding onto handrails going upstairs. <laughs> it hurt. 
Definitely not. Oh, what was your time, Mark? What was your time for that black hole? Black hole. Or Steve wrote it down. Fourteen fifty-two. Yeah, fourteen fifty-two. I was I was fifteen fifty-three. And we've been hoping for about 14. So what so. time did it start? Like a 5 a.m. or 6 a.m.? So 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. So yeah. all day. Yeah. Plus sun. Yeah. Before the sun rose and after. Oh, our guys are amazing. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that. No. I couldn't. No. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to mention that my half and full marathon times are still faster than Mark's, though. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like, did we not get that in? What do you mean? So Mark said his half is 129.50 something. 126.39. Oh, That's wow. Yeah. I thought you'd talk about your race walking. Yeah, it just didn't come up. So, and, what's, yeah. and what's your full? Um, um, 321.29. Should have brought that up. Yeah. I, I was actually getting close at one point, but then we went off somewhere else. Because then, um, that's amazing. When I was that's... a kid, I always thought I want to go to the Olympics, yeah. um, and you know maybe do the marathon or something like that. Yeah. So in so I, I did go to the Olympics and I ran the Olympic marathon, um, but they were two separate things. <laughs> I, I went to the Olympics as a as a attendee, and then I for my first marathon I ran the Olympic trial, which was a mass participation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and. And I actually just did way better than I thought it was going to be. So. Three That's hours amazing. 20. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was pretty stoked with that. And I've actually only done two road marathons. So what, so. what pace wow. is that? That's, that's I'm not like, sure. That's like <laughs> four know. minutes. 3.20 Three is 4 minutes 45. Yeah. Because that's my goal this year. Yeah. Um, to beat Mark. No, well, now, <laughs> well, now it's 3.21.29. <laughs> I didn't know his time. Um, yeah. 3.20 is my target. That's and, what you got yeah. for yeah. this year. Peter Jones is actually pacing... 320. Is he? Um, so what's what's Peter's fastest? He'd be sub, sub three. three. Yeah. He's 259 or something. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. I can't believe it. Yeah. Man, how yeah. fast he is now. And that was just yeah. by chance that he signed up as a pacer and for 320 and that was my goal to yeah. do 320. Wow. So Imagine being a pacer. Where's your say? Where's your say? Mark? Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's only six weeks away. Six away. Gold Coast. So Chris is doing... That as well, he's isn't he? He's on the full, isn't he? Yeah. He's in the full. That's on yeah. the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just going to run a 10 on that Sunday because there's a 10 and there's no, a no, 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 yeah. Just yeah. two. And this is, I think this is the, is this the first year they've split up? Yeah. 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 So yeah. the half. So you can run both if you wanted to. I was this close yeah. to, to deciding it. Yeah. And then when COVID hit us, I went, okay, no, that's going to be a bad idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> as, as it is, I'll be struggling to do a good half yeah, in six yeah. weeks' time. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. So uh, you're doing the half. Okay, so yeah. that's your tradition. Yeah, so, so yeah. every year. So this will be, my, to, yeah. Yeah. This'll be yeah. my 34th time. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. That is amazing. Since you've been 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when I did the thirtieth, they they made a big deal of it, and because yeah. like there's the ten years between the Gold the, Coast, the, the organisation. Wow, so, are, you, are you one of the longest? Yeah, so there's four people ahead of me who who hit the thirty year club. They are. Um, so there is two one year ahead and two two years ahead. Um, but I actually <laughs> actually checked them out the other day. Um, Two are in their 65, 65 to 70 and two are in 75 to 80. Oh, yeah. um, oh you got plenty of time. And so, so I was the youngest yeah, by a mile to hit the 30-year club. So the, they had a, a athlete's dinner the day before the race and so they asked me to come along and be one of the, the special guests and so they gave me all sorts of trophies and yeah. clothes and stuff. And then they interviewed me on stage by um, 
Uh, I think it was, it was both De Robert De Castilla and Steve Monaghetti oh, wow. were interviewing me. And they're asking me some, some similar questions to today. Yeah. And I, so I was telling them my theories about, oh, look, you don't, you don't, <laughs> you, you don't, you don't have to try. And I was telling them all sorts of stuff like that. And they get to the end and Monaghetti goes, okay, do not do anything <laughs> that he's said to do. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So you're probably, well, you will be the longest ever in the whole line of things because nobody can start at 13 anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. You hold the record yes, if that, you keep going. that is my plan. You just got to keep going. You just got to keep going. So you've got, you've got it, it another 20 matter. years left in you. It wouldn't matter what injury I had. I'd still just sign up anyhow. It. Yeah. 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 It's not that hard. No. You don't need to train. It's only 21K. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing. So, so but this year with them on separate days, I was actually tempted because I've never, I've never done the full. I can so yeah. I'm probably willing to. And so I was actually toying with last, the first COVID year of actually doing the double and I'd worked out this complicated trick where I'd do the half and then I'd get my dad to wear my timing bib because um, you have to cross the line at a certain uh, point before it yeah. starts. So he'd cross the line wearing my bib and you finish the half, finish. come through, finish, get my medal, yeah. here, take that, change shirts, boom, put that bib on and then run up and then be about half an hour behind the rest of the field. And I had to be at a certain point to catch up to um, the cutoff. The first one was about the 25k mark. So I had to, had to do a pretty fast rep point. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then, then they split them. So I was really disappointed. Because <laughs> this is what you've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. them to split the races. Well, no, no, I didn't want them to split because now I've lost the really... Because it's really cool to do 63 in one day. Yeah, yeah. Do that for two days. <laughs> so it's nice. a stop start. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah.